You're Within the Norms, the blog that explores boundaries of medical science and law. Reported by Norman J. Clement RPH, DDS, Norman L. Clement Farm Tech, Malachi F. McCandle Farm D, Belinda Brown Parker, in the spirit of Joseph Salvo Esquire Incorporated. T. Spirit of Rev. C.T. Vivian, Jelani Zimbabwe Clement, B.S., M.B.A., in the spirit of the Han. Patrice Lumumba, in the spirit of Erlen Clement S.R., Walter F. Wren III, M.D., Julie Killingworth, Leslie Pompey M.D., Christopher Russo, M.D., Nancy Seafelt, Willie Gignard B.S., Joseph Webster M.D., M.B.A., Beverly C. Prince M.D., Fax, Neil Arnand, M.D., Richard Call, M.D., Leroy Baylor, J.K. Joshi M.D., M.B.A., Adrienne Edmondson, Esther Hyatt Ph.D., Walter L. Smith B.S., in the spirit of Brom Fisher Esquire, Michelle Alexander M.D., Kudjo Wilding B.S., Martin Njoku, B.S., R.P.H., in the spirit of Deborah Lynn Shepard, Barris E. Muchet, Strategic Advisors. We are not powerless and through our videos, writings, and photographs we will expose the abuses and tyranny of United States Drug Enforcement Agency. Just as the video was recorded by the cell phone camera of young Darnella Frazier, bore witness to the murder of George Floyd the blog youarewithanthenorms.com bears witness and both allows the system to be held accountable. From the works of Zach Seigel and Jennifer Oliva. Jennifer Oliva. Zachary Siegel. Physician-slash-pharmacist-slash-dentist. Petitioners. Versus. United States Drug Enforcement, DEA. Defendants. The DEA targets healthcare providers based on skin color and nation of origin. The defendant's software criminal forensic tools uses plausibility evidentiary standard that misrepresents the statutory, beyond a reasonable doubt, criminal evidence standard. A public-slash-private partnership named HFPP, Healthcare Fraud Prevention Partnership, selects physicians based on race, gender, age, financial assets, real estate, and nation of origin as a suspect class, preventing those physicians from practicing medicine in a race or gender-neutral manner by coordinating selective enforcement of the Controlled Substance Act. Practicing Medicine While Black Under the State Involvement Doctrine such behavior is improper because the software scheme that violates the 14th Amendment, Equal Protection Clause of the U.S. Constitution. The software data analytics services or data is sold to HFPP, for cash or in-kind data information. The HFPP uses the data analytics used to manufactured probable cause to induce, and coordinate criminal proceedings via an improper standard of evidence. Such behavior occurred in violation of 5 CFR section 2635.501-503, subpart E, impartiality in performing official duties. Dosing discrimination, regulating PDMP risk scores. Author Jennifer D. Oliva. Professor Oliva asserts PDMP predictive platforms deserve serious scrutiny because they are the only law enforcement developed digital surveillance systems that healthcare providers have ever utilized to diagnose and treat patients. It is possible that providers rely on unvalidated PDMP risk scores to make prescribing decisions because they view those scores as clinically useful. That claim should be viewed with skepticism because there is no evidence that PDMP scores accurately ascertain patient drug misuse risk. It is also questionable whether clinical reliance on PDMP risk scores is truly voluntary, given that the regulatory environment leaves providers with little choice but to take seriously the information generated by proprietary PDMP algorithms. PDMP underscore gen underscore PDF1 download. Prescription racism. 
Most states have enacted laws or regulations that require providers to review patient PDMP data before issuing prescriptions for PDMP-monitored drugs and mandate that dispensers report detailed prescribing data to PDMP prior to supplying those drugs to patients. In addition, law enforcement agencies like the DEA utilize PDMP data to surveil prescribers, dispensers, and patients and determine whether providers are prescribing or dispensing controlled substances to patients in a manner that warrants criminal investigation. Given the potential consequences of being deemed an overprescriber or overdispenser by the DEA, which range from criminal investigation to controlled substance licensure suspension and revocation to arrest and incarceration, it is fair to conclude that PDMP surveillance impacts prescribing and dispensing decisions. The DEA subclass of doctors and patients. The defendants created a suspect class comprising of physicians who treat patients suffering from the diseases of chronic pain and or substance use disorders. Pursuant to Robinson v. California, Supreme Court of the United States, 1962 370 U.S. 660, 82 South Court 1417, it was improper to qualify a person as a criminal, simply because of the medical status of the person. Bob Sheeran Statistical analysis by Doctors of Courage of the selection process by analyzing indicted physicians reveals a classification selection process that has produced a disproportionate number of physicians of African-American origin, i.e. physicians of minority racial origin, colored physicians and elderly physicians, old age, for criminal investigation and prosecution. Health and Human Services, HHS, Drug Enforcement Agency, DEA, and the HFPP Public-Private Joint Enterprises, Algorithms almost exclusively targets older physicians, wealthy physicians, dark-skinned colored physicians, or independent physicians, as compared to large physician groups. Late LT. Call. Lewis Ladson Lincourt Pharmacy Clear Water, Florida targeted DEA. A potential reason for this discriminatory practice is that defendants HHS and DEA consider colored or older physicians to be disposable and because there is less worry that there will be a public outcry by the general population for the targeting of dark-skinned minority physicians and or elderly physicians. Gerald Kiley A potential reason that defendants HHS and DEA target wealthy physicians is to maximize return on investment, ROI. A potential reason that defendants HHS and DEA target individual physicians or small medical entities is that these smaller entities lack the financial resources for proper legal defense, allowing the usage to achieve easy convictions regardless of the innocence or guilt of its victims. The targeting of individual, small, and upstart health entities by the defendants allows their larger healthcare partners, i.e. private members of HFPP and the defendants' joint enterprise, to eliminate competition, restrain trade, flourish and monopolize the U.S. healthcare market. The DEA and HHS physician selection process discriminates based on age, race and nation of origin. Likewise the HFPP, Clarent, and BPSA joint enterprise computer algorithms categorize age, race and nation of origin as the suspect class which violates the 14th Amendment Equal Protection Clause of the U.S. Constitution. The selection process generates probable cause, to induce criminal proceedings, against the suspect class, via the wrong standard of evidence. Pain Discrimination The software uses plausibility evidentiary standard that misrepresents the statutory, beyond a reasonable doubt, criminal evidence standard. The pattern amounts to a custom or practice amounting to a policy of deliberate indifference to constitutional rights of physicians who were classified as members of the suspect class. Richard Call MD, Spine Surgeon Target of DEA. The pattern amounts to cause violations of international law and human rights for sick, infirm, and disabled human patients. The members of the suspect class experience a common nucleus of operative facts, namely, 
an improper style of an investigation that violated the equal protection due process of the 14th U.S. Constitutional Amendment, and the 5th U.S. Constitutional Amendment due process. These constitutional injuries among others are the actual and proximate cause of commercial or tort injury to suffering patients and their physicians. In administrative law, federal agencies may apply their rules retroactively if Congress has authorized them to, otherwise, retroactive application is generally prohibited. Retroactive application of regulations is disfavored by the courts for several reasons. The courts uphold retroactive regulation where Congress has expressly granted such retroactive power to the agency, as they did in Bowen v. Georgetown University Hospital. DOJ DEA algorithms of bias violate law. Defendants' algorithms violate administrative law as well as ex post facto law. It is unlawful for defendants to accomplish its policy objectives through any means it pleases. U.S. executive branch agencies should follow the informal notice and comment rulemaking procedure, if not the formal rulemaking procedure laid out in the Administrative Procedure Act, APA. The APA requires federal agencies to provide public notice of proposed rules and an opportunity for comment, unless the agencies for good cause find that notice and comment are impracticable, unnecessary, or contrary to the public interest. 5 U.S.C. Section 553b, b. Zoilu Ruan M.D. 21 years federal prison. Congress empowered U.S. executive branch agencies like HHS to use only the APA's formal or informal rulemaking procedures to issue binding rules. DEA can enforce a rule only if it is published in the Federal Register or a publicly available repository. Documents not published in these two sources can have no legal consequences. In a wallet of stigma and bias. Author Zach Siegel. Zach Siegel logo underscore bias one download. The Due Process Clause requires actual notice and an opportunity to respond if any U.S. executive branch agency wishes to use as binding any guidance document against the public. The Appointments Clause requires that a principal officer must approve the U.S. executive branch agency's binding rules, requiring that a principal officer approve any document that has a binding effect on the public. Richard Call, M.D. Spine Surgeon The Administrative Procedure Act, APA, is a federal act that governs the procedures of administrative law. The APA is codified in 5 U.S.C. sections 551 to 559. The core pieces of the Act establish how federal administrative agencies make rules and how they adjudicate administrative litigation. 5 U.S.C. section 551 5-7 clarifies that rulemaking is the agency process for formulating, amending, and repealing a rule, and adjudication is the final disposition of an agency matter other than rulemaking. That is, rulemaking goes beyond resolution of specific controversies between parties and includes management and administrative functions. Rulemaking and adjudication can be formal or informal, which in turn determines which APA procedural requirements apply. The APA applies to the different types of administrative actions as follows. 1. Formal rulemaking. 5 U.S.C. Sections 553, 556, and 557 govern formal rulemaking. 2. Informal rulemaking. 5 U.S.C. Section 553 governs informal rulemaking. 3. Formal adjudication. 5 U.S.C. Sections 554, 556, and 557 govern formal adjudication. 4. Informal adjudication. The APA does not establish procedural requirements for informal administrative adjudication, but the Due Process Clause of the Constitution the specific agency's regulations, or other statutes may create procedural protections. 
the APA requires that reviewing courts hold unlawful and set aside agency action that is arbitrary or capricious, in excess of statutory jurisdiction, authority, or limitations, or short of statutory right, or that was issued without observance of procedure required by law. 5U. SC 706. Greg Belcher MD Orthopedic Surgeon, California Federal Prison. In a case reviewing agency action, the entire case on review is a question of law and the district judge sits as an appellate tribunal. M. Bioscience Incorporated v. Thompson, 269 F.3D 1077, 1083, D.C. Sir. 2001, summary judgment serves as the mechanism for deciding, as a matter of law, whether the agency action is supported by the administrative record and otherwise consistent with the APA standard of review. OAV. Trump, 404 F Sup 3 D 109, 125, DDC 2019. Walk a day on my shoes. If a plaintiff prevails on its APA claim, the relief under that statute normally will be a vacatur of the agency's order. M. Bioscience, 269 F.3D at 1084. Because, administrative agencies are creatures of statute, they possess only the authority that Congress provided. Natalfedon of Indep. Bus. V. Department of Lab, 142 South Court 661, 665, 2022 per curiam. Former Attorney General Jeffrey Sessions. Mobile, Al, July 14th. Jeff Sessions addresses the media after voting in the Alabama Republican primary runoff for the U.S. Senate at the Volunteers of America Southeast Chapter on July 14, 2020 in Mobile, Alabama. Sessions was trying to reclaim his Senate seat as he battles former Auburn University coach Tommy Tuberville who has the support of President Donald Trump. Trump fired Sessions shortly after the 2018 midterm elections and has been critical of his former Attorney General during the runoff. Photo by Michael DeMacher slash Getty Images. Attorney General Jeffrey Sessions as a policy matter, directed federal agencies to use untested computer algorithms and ruthless regulatory action to address national priorities related to the U.S. opioid epidemic and via these agency orders tried to demote U.S. congressional branches enacted laws and court precedents and elevate A.G. Sessions' personal policy choices. The defendants intend to overrule or ignore binding law. Brent Sloan, Suicide Such agency action is unconstitutional. Repealing the rules based on a U.S. president's policy choice would violate the Take Care Clause, the Supremacy Clause, and the Separation of Powers Doctrine. The president has the unique constitutional duty to take care that the laws are faithfully executed. The president's policy choice in having Attorney General Jeffrey Sessions derogate portions of the nation's laws is forbidden by the Take Care Clause, as is his decision to demote the nation's laws by elevating over them his policy preferences. Late Ronald Myers, M.D. Nor can defendants on their own ignore or overrule court precedent interpreting and applying the Constitution and acts of Congress. See Habern's case, 2 U.S. 409, 1792. Furthermore, U.S. executive branch agencies do not have the power under the Constitution to revise, ignore, overrule or stay decisions rendered by federal courts. The defendants are repealing rules that are codified by U.S. judicial branch precedent, violating the separation of powers doctrine and unconstitutionally replace binding law with its policy choice. Julie Killingsworth sarcoidosis patient suffers algorithm discrimination as white person because her medical condition occurs mostly in darker skin people. Floyd Williams. The defendants have not defended their interpretation of the Controlled Substance Act under Chevron, USA Incorporated v. Nat. Rees. Def. Council Incorporated, 467 U.S. 837, 
1984. Not only is there no specific delegation in the Act, and not only is the defendant's interpretation foreclosed by the unambiguously expressed intent of Congress in the plain text of the Controlled Substance Act, therefore, the defendant's red flag algorithms are procedurally defective. Encino Motorcars, LLC v. Navarro, 579 U.S. 211, 220, 2016, quoting United States v. Mead Corporation, 533 U.S. 218, 227, 2001. Defendants DEA and HHS also lack Chevron deference which requires the courts defer to an agency interpretation of a statute that the agency administers when the statute is ambiguous and the interpretation is reasonable. See Chevron, USA Incorporated v. Nat. Rees. Def. Council Incorporated, 467 U.S. 837, 842-44, 1984. Vilasini Ganesh MD 5-year federal prison. But a court defers only if a statute is ambiguous after the court uses all the traditional tools of statutory construction. id slash at 843 N.9, see General Dynamics Lancis. Incorporated v. Klein, 540 U.S. 581, 600, 2004 explaining that deference to, an agency's, statutory interpretation is called for only when the devices of judicial construction have been tried and found to yield no clear sense of congressional intent. A court may not rest on Chevron to avoid rigorous statutory analysis. C.F. Kaiser v. Wilkie, 139 South Court 2400, 2415, 2019, C. Chevron, 467 U.S. at 843-844, equating reasonable with the question of whether the agency's answer is based on a permissible construction of the statute. To be reasonable, an interpretation must account for the specific context in which, the, language is used in the broader context of the statute as a whole. Robinson v. Shell Oil Company, 519 U.S. 337, 341, 1997. Util. Air Regul. GRP. V. EPA, 573 U.S. 302, 321. 2014 finding an agency interpretation unreasonable because it did not fit with the statute's design and structure. Rate on Pronto Pharmacy August 29, 2019. For now you are within. You are within the norms.com, Winton Marsalis Concerto for Trumpet and Two Oboes, 1984. The Norms. Low-Hanging Fruit 10 2019.